Jay Gurudev. Welcome to the Lives of Saints podcast, presented by Bhakti Marga. In this podcast, we will be telling stories of the great saints that inspired countless people to live their lives with love, faith, and trust in God. The beauty of these saints is that they appear throughout time and are not confined to one religion. And just like Sri Swami Vishwananda, who is the founder of the Bhakti Marga movement, their lives are an example of how one should live life. They teach us, in essence, to just love. It is our hope that their lives and teachings can be a guide for your daily life too. Enjoy. This is the story of Karnikal Mayur. God is not the monopoly of male devotees only. Irrespective of sex, any person can devote himself or herself to God. Even animals and creatures in their own way can offer their love to God to attain salvation. Undiluted anxiety and the love for God is the important qualification for a devotee. The story of Punitavati, who later became called Karikal Mayur, is an illustration in this regard. Punitavati was the daughter of one Danandatta, a Vaisa in the place called Karikal, in Chola Kingdom. Punitaviti was from the beginning pious and religious. She was a worshipper of Lord Shiva and a supporter of the devotees of Shiva. When she came to age, Danandatta married his daughter to the groom named Paramdatta. Danandatta could not live away from his only daughter and hence constructed a beautiful and large mansion for his daughter and son-in-law. Punitavata and her husband lived there happily. Paramdatta conducted business with the money at his disposal and earned enormous profit. In spite of her riches and position, Punitavata continued her worship of Shiva and supporting the devotees. One day, a person who came to Paradatta, an official business, presented him two big mango fruits. Paramdatta sent them back to his wife. As she was about to put them away, a devotee of Shiva came there. Punitavati served him food, and since she had not cooked any curry, she gave him a big mango sent by her husband. The visitor had a hearty meal and went away. After a while, Paramdatta sat for meal and tasted the remaining fruit. The mango was exceptionally sweet, and Paramdatta wanted to take the other fruit also. He asked Pundavati to get the second fruit. She did not reply, but went in and prayed to Lord Shiva to save her from the awkward situation. Miraculously, Punitavati got a big mango in her hand. She was amazed at this and served the mango to her husband. He ate the fruit and realized that it was not an ordinary earthly fruit. The sweetness of the fruit was equal to the divine nectar. He questioned Punavati about how she got such a heavenly and delicious fruit. Punavati narrated to her husband what had happened. The incident seemed incredible. Paramdatta wanted to verify and asked Punavati to produce another similar fruit. Immediately he saw another fruit in her hand. Punavati placed the fruit in her husband's palm. Suddenly, the fruit disappeared to the astonishment of all. 
It was then that Paramdatta realized that Unavati was not an ordinary woman. She had some divinity that is uncommon to ordinary mortals. He felt that it was dangerous to live and lead a family life with such people, but he did not express his feelings outwardly. After some time, he left his house on the pretext of business. He earned a lot of money, but he did not return home. He went to the kingdom of Panyas, married the daughter of a rich Vaishva, and lived there permanently. After some time, he had a pretty girl child. Paramdatta called his tiny child Punivati, in memory of his first wife, who was not an ordinary woman. Soon, news spread about the whereabouts of Paramdatta, his marriage and child. His relations felt sorry for Punivati and told her all the details. They took her to her husband's place and stayed in a different house. When Paramdatta knew about this, he came with his second wife and newborn child and prostrated before Punavati and said that he was leading a happy life because of her grace. Punavati was shocked and surprised. The relations wondered how he could fall on the feet of his own wife. Paramdatta replied that they did not know her power and greatness. Punivati is goddess herself in human form and it is foolish to live with her as a husband after realizing and experiencing her divinity. He had named his child as Punavati, realizing that her very name would purify him and his family life. Punavati was just waiting for this momentous situation. She prayed to Lord Shiva, O oh Lord, I adorned and beautified myself for the pleasure of my husband. It is for him that I wanted to be beautiful. Now that my husband has rejected me, of what use are these ornaments and beauty? Therefore, my Lord, give me the body of a spirit. The moment she prayed like this, all her jewels and ornaments lost their radiance. Flesh and blood retracted from her body and disappeared. What remained was just her skeleton. All the relations who saw this miracle concluded that she was really a goddess come to the world to protect one and all. They offered their respects to her and left for their respective places. Paramdatta too went home with his wife and child. Punavati's life on earth and her mission was over. She had no reason to remain there. Punavati wanted to go to Kailash, the abode of Paramsvara. Through his grace, she was able to go near Kailash with the speed of wind and manas, supersonic speed. Suddenly, the thought came to her that she should not walk on foot on the sanctified surface of Kailash. So she turned upside down and started moving on her head towards Kailash. Parvati Devi, Lord Shiva's consort, saw this wonderful sight and requested Lord Shiva to tell her all about Punavati. Lord Shiva told her that she was Amba, who was constantly praising the Lord and Parvati. She desired such a body or form, and she got it. In the meantime, Punavati came near the original couple, Shiva and Parvati. Lord Shiva called her mother, come. Punyavati said father and bowed to him. Lord Shiva was very happy and asked what boon she wanted from him. Thereupon Punyavati desired birthlessness from the Lord. In case there was birth, she should be able to chant his name forever and enjoy his eternal dance. Lord Shiva directed her to go to Turanvalagadu in South India and live there enjoying his eternal dance. Punavati came walking on her head to Turanvalagadu 
and remained there enjoying the Lord's eternal dance. We hope you have enjoyed this Lives of Saints podcast. To hear more inspiring stories of saints across different religions, please visit our podcast channel, Bhakti Marga on SoundCloud. If you would like to learn more about Sri Swami Vishwananda and his mission Bhakti Marga, please visit www.bhaktimarga.org.